the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. is brought to you by Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. If you're looking for hot rod parts and pieces, you need to check it out. Hey, I had an interview I'm going to run for you. I was in Alaska, and I went to the... Uh, Fountainhead Automotive Museum, and I interviewed uh, Willie Vinton. Take a listen. Well, folks, you all know I went to Alaska on one of my bucket list trips, and one of the main reasons I went, thanks to my cousin, he was trying to talk me into it, was Fountainhead Auto Museum. Well, let me tell you what, I was so impressed with that. I've got uh, Willie Vinton, he's the museum manager on the line. I was so impressed, Willie. And by the way, how are you doing? I'm doing great, my golly. We're down here in Southern California, or in sunny California, northern part right now. But right. doing great. Thank you. So what are you doing in our state? Well, we come down every June for a one- and two-cylinder, 1910-and-older car tour. Oh, you so know. you're down. Oh, so... All right. Well, that's good to know that you're coming down here, and I go up there. So tell the folks yep. about the Fountainhead Auto Museum. Just give a nice overview. Well, it, it, it's very unusual. The, the One of the biggest comments we get is, like, why is this in Fairbanks, Alaska? <laughs> you know, when I, and, I, and my common answer to that is, first of all, it's home. And the other thing is, no matter what map you look at, every alley, street, or road will lead you to Fairbanks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. And but but our collection is very unique. We go back to 1898. The newest uh, production car we have in the museum is 1936, so everything is pre-World War II. And we have 111 vehicles in the collection. We have 70 to 75 on display at all times. And right now there's eight on the floor that they're the only ones that exist in the world. And they're all American-built cars. Wow. I know uh, Lincoln tried to come and take away your limo for their 100th anniversary. And you yeah, said, they, <laughs> you they tried to get that. Yeah, yeah. The ACD Museum also kind of wanted to borrow our Argon, you know, which is the only one left. But uh, you know, to ship them out and back, just too much danger, damage to them. Right. But right. Uh, yeah. they may not bring he, it back. They may not well, bring it. Well, you, ne- you never know. You never know. You know. And uh, but you know, the thing is, it's not just a car museum. It's one of the largest collections of vintage clothing for the ladies. Um, and so uh, our collection goes back to 1740. 
We have some 1860 wax uh, figurines there, some mannequins. Yeah. We have several full-size wax mannequins, you know, from about 1905 to 1910. So there's uh, a lot of history there, a lot of things for everybody to see. In summertime, everything gets run. Right. Well, and and the and the beauty of that, and and it's rare when it comes to museums, but the majority of your vehicles run. All but three. All but we three. have, we have one that we cannot because it's on loan from the University of the North, uh, uh, and that's the first car in Alaska, which was built by a young gentleman named Bobby Sheldon in nineteen five, and. Uh, he built that to impress a young lady, if you could imagine that. And <laughs> one of the reporters asked him when he donated it in 1930 to uh, the university, they said, well, Bobby, did you marry this gal? And he says, oh, my God, no, but three gentlemen have since. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, and the thing that was amazing about your museum as well is, I mean, these cars looked better than new. I mean, the brass, the chrome, the paint, I mean, it was impeccable. Well, yeah, we, we do our very best. i got some great volunteers that help out with that. And uh, so it's it's always a, a project to keep them all up and, and running and keep them looking good. Um, but, yeah, it it's it's not what people ever expect to find in Fairbanks. And that's why we're still the number one attraction in Fairbanks. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. And I went to the Gold Panthers baseball game, but they're, they're not anywhere near you. Um, now, one thing that was interesting that I didn't know about by looking on your website is that you've got, what, two really nice hotels that are basically on the property where you could stay the hotel and who knows you might see a collector car drive by you're absolutely correct we have uh the bear lodge which is right there um and then we have uh the uh visitor center there which is the wedgwood resort uh it's on the same property there and uh, so very nice accommodations and getting over this COVID thing, you know, we're starting to get a little bit busier up there again. Uh, so it, it's, it's all pretty, pretty fun place to come and visit, that's for sure. Well, I, I mentioned to a couple of car manufacturers, you know, that are always looking for unique press events to go to. You know, they'll go, they'll rent out the whole hotel, and they'll bring cars or trucks and drive the area just to give journalists a different look, a different feel. And when I was in Fairbanks, I thought, geez, I was looking around, you know, because these guys really kind of like the high-end aspect of it. But then when I seen the website, I am definitely going to share your location and your uh, area with some car manufacturers, and you might be surprised if they haven't already come to visit you. I'm sure they would. We're, we get, uh, like, the cold weather testers coming up there with the oh, different yeah. manufacturers, you know, for cold weather testing of their automobiles. And it's, right. Uh, that's that's kind of fun and interesting. I get a few of them that come over and go through the museum, and I give them a tour, and they want to take me for a ride in their new test vehicles, you know. I say, no cameras, can't take any recordings. No, don't want to, you know. 
but it is kind of interesting to see the various people that come up there and, and uh, what they're doing up there. Car guys are car guys, no matter what year, make, or model, I'll tell you. Well, and the other thing that's unique about the uh, the museum is that you can set up, like if you're going to visit visit uh, Fairbanks, you can set up a tour with a dozer, yep. take you around, um, you know, and, and really get deep down inside the heart of this museum. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. And we do, uh, when we talk about all the cars that, that run and the three that don't, the Sheldon cars, I said, we cannot run because that's on loan. Uh, and then we have one that we've dedicated to a photo car. So that's oh, yeah. a little 1911 Everett. Um, and so that one we don't run. And then we've got the 1904 Stevens Durier, which Charles Durier is the last person documented to drive the car. So we keep that history. Sure. And Absolutely. other than that, it doesn't matter. And the memorabilia and the collectibles, the hats, the shirts, all the stuff that, you know, helps keep that museum alive and well. I mean, I spent, eh, I bought, I almost couldn't get my luggage closed up. But, you know, <laughs> and I tell you what, I have not taken off my Stetson driving hat. Man, I love that thing. It's gorgeous. There you go. Yep. Yep, and of All course, right. there's always my political shirt. You know, I I got it. It I wore it last, <laughs> last night out, out to dinner. I got more comments on it. I put it on Facebook. I put it on Instagram. <laughs> and it's the truth. It's the darn truth. It really is. You know, I mean, it, and like I tell people when they're looking at it, I tell them, I said, you know, that's fact. That's not opinion. No, that is the exact yeah. fact. Or my yeah. my favorite one is intelligent people don't go into politics, but that's another story. That's right. That's right. It's it's it shouldn't be a career, you know. That's right. It's not supposed to be a career. All right. Well, Willie, you're on Facebook. You're on Instagram. People can follow you guys around, and then I guess you've got a a YouTube page as well. We do, yes, and and there's some unique vehicles on there. And one of the last ones that was kind of fun is the gals. Uh, we had a drone up there when I took the snow motor out, and uh, I don't remember if we had that going when you were up there, but uh, it's it's an old Fordson tractor with the Armstead kit on it, which has augers on the side to go through the snow. Yeah, I see and that. So, yeah, so that's up and and uh, running, and it's on YouTube as well. And uh, it's the only snow motor in the world that actually runs and operates. That's amazing. Well, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people that have uh, gone to Alaska, and they all and I thought it was just me, but they all have the same problem, and that is they can't wait to get back. And yep, Fountainhead Auto Museum had a lot to do with that wanting to come back, uh, I want to come up, I want to stay in, in uh, one of the hotels on the property, I want to totally immerse myself in it, so I want to thank you very, very, very much for, one, being so hospitable, and by the way, folks, he's like that with everybody, everybody I mean, I walked around, and he was talking and helping everybody at the at the museum, the people coming in, and, what, and, I, and when I show off all my photos... You're right. I get the biggest hit out of all of the, the 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 garments, the dresses, 
And just thinking about how they made those clothes, no different than the cars, how they made those cars back in the day with the minimal amount of technology they had was amazing. Well, you know, a lot of things happened back then. And, you know, cars influenced clothing tremendously. Clothing influenced cars, you know, and people, one of the questions people always have is like, why did cars change from right-hand drive to left-hand drive? And, you know, the true reason was mom. Because mom said, if you would put that steering wheel over there, I could get out on a sidewalk instead of in the mud. There you go. Willie, thanks very much. I'm going to bug you again, uh, probably in a little, maybe when your season calms down a little bit, uh, I'll get you back on and we'll spend some more time on radio. Well, come on up and let's do it live. Man, I got the equipment. I could do it. (laughs) All right, buddy. Enjoy California and get out as quick as you can. Yep, yep, we're nothing staying, that's for sure. All right, you guys take care, and thanks again. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. So brought to you by Express Auto Service. Express Auto Service, located in La Mesa, takes care of all my cars. Hey, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. Hey, sorry to have tippy-toed into your segment, but... Uh, I was at an auto museum in uh, Fairbanks, Alaska, two weeks ago that would knock your socks off, and I just had to give the guys a little air. Hey, no worries. I mean, we'll just take some time from Ryan, right? We just push. Oh, you, you know that's not going to work. <laughs> hey, if you guys ever get to Alaska, it's called Fountainhead, and it's the unique thing about this museum is. He's got over 80 women's gowns from the 1900s, and he matches them to the cars. It's it's just amazing. Sounds amazing. Yes, I will put that on my list. We've been out to Alaska three times, but never to Fairbanks. So Have you really? I will, yeah, we've done three Alaskan cruises. It's one of my favorite states. The most beautiful oh. pictures do not do Alaska no. justice. No. And it's so funny because, you know, we go on a lot of press events and we're going here, there, and everywhere. And, you know, and I go, okay, that was fine. I enjoyed it. Glad to get home. I want to go back. The second day I was home, I wanted to go back to Alaska. And there's something about that place. I don't know what it is, but you're absolutely right. It is absolutely gorgeous. So, hey, how'd you like that hot rod, Lexus? You know what? I'm loving it. I, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't call it a hot rod. It's a small <laughs> SUV, you know, compact luxury SUV segment. Um, I don't know if you're, like, stalking me and saw that I was, like, driving it a whole lot. And uh, <laughs> and that's why you're calling it a hot rod or what? I kind of feel targeted here. Yeah. Um, but but for anybody that's not familiar with the NX350H, it's, uh, it's kind of a um, – Small SUV, it's between the UX and their midsize RX, Mm -hmm. but they fully redesigned it for 2022, and, man, did they make some excellent changes. I mean, just great changes. Um, It's the only non-plug-in hybrid in the class. Right. But I think that they did an excellent job. Uh, Fuel mileage is rated 39, 41, 37. I've been driving this thing all week, like really kind of getting out of the house, running various errands, going to, to different areas. And um, I, I keep going, why is the fuel tank not moving? Like, this is awesome. Um, you know, especially because it's, it's enjoyable to drive. And when you compare this to the fact that I was just in that Mazda CX-30, it's night and day. And one can say, well, yeah, because now you're in a luxury SUV. No, that's not always mm-hmm. the case. And I both know that, especially when you're looking at, a, a, like, a similar size. Um, but it doesn't have that stiff suspension that that uh-uh. Mazda had. uh uh-uh. 
And the interior feels like it's just laid out so much better. You don't feel as cramped. Still has a little bit of a blind spot. Yeah. Um, but I didn't notice it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I did in the Mazda. Love that they nixed the trackpad, right? The trackpad was like, everybody was like, get rid of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that the the infotainment system is now touchscreen, but they also have knobs for the volume. Um, and, and same with climate. You control can control the climate via touchscreen or they have knobs. Absolutely fantastic. No problems, you know, navigating everything. Of course, it's also got wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Um, mine had the 14-inch screen. Um, then my only thing with their infotainment was I kept trying to get back to a home screen, and then I think I finally realized, okay, it doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. And I think that threw me because I'm used to being kind of on a home screen, you know, where it's got like a couple different things mm-hmm. laying out, like tells you the radio, um, things like that. But it's not like it's a deal breaker by any means. Um, the first thing that my daughter uh, said was, um, hey, mom, that gear shifter seems weird. <laughs> and I think she might have noticed that because it took me a minute to try and um, get it in reverse. But it's kind of like a Prius-inspired um, gear shifter. No issues with it. Super easy to use once you get used to it. Um Door handles are different. Have you been in one of these yet? Yeah, and I, I'm like you. I, well, I have an older 20 or 2000. 94 or 29 1994 lexus rx 330 and i love that car it's got over 200,000 miles on when i got into this one i i mean it's almost the same size and, and i like the size uh what was it about the door handles that, that, that puzzled you it didn't puzzle me it threw my daughter because you have to it's not a normal door handle it's kind of sits flush with the vehicle with the door so you push it twice to get it to open that's right um, that's right yeah yeah, and I mean, I really liked it. I just thought it kind of goes with the modern mm-hmm. feel with the redesign. Um, but, you know, my daughter for a second was like, Mom, I think I'm stuck in the car. Because if you don't, like, tap it kind of <laughs> twice, it, it'll catch, you know? Right, right, and, right. Um, yeah, I was kind of laughing. I was like, oh, I'm fine with that because I'll spend less money at the grocery store so you can stay in the car. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Turn on the air conditioner now. Turn on the air conditioner. And I, and I like the fact that it's great, though. I know. I like the fact that it's a hybrid. I'm not, I mean, okay, plug-in hybrid makes no sense to me. You only get 20, 30 miles, and that's all you get. And you got to buy a charger or a home charger. I mean, no, I like a hybrid. And, and maybe it's because it, my wife and I have been living with a, a 20, uh, 12 Toyota Prius V since 2012, and we love that car. I mean, 40, 45 miles per gallon. I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. I know I'm the same with you. I, I much prefer hybrid over a plug-in. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, maybe that's just my thing. But this is so much quieter. Um, you know, even than the Mazda CX-30 I just had. Like the road noise is is nothing. Now, of course, this one had the Mark Levinson sound system, which is one of my favorite sound systems out there. Yep. Um, you know, especially for the price point. And so I, I might have had the stereo a little loud, but <laughs> you know, you could easily have phone conversations. Um, I Bluetooth my phone, no problem with that. Uh, the base of the one that I was in would be 48500 out the door. This one had some extra options, like the Mark Levinson, for 55455 But it's one of those vehicles that even Marlon, um, he had a press vehicle this week as well from a different manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And every time we went to go somewhere, he goes, let's take yours. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And it's not that his was bad. He just goes, this thing is so smooth. Yeah. I just really like the ride quality. And yeah. he's like, plus, you know, we're not burning any gas. 
Right. So, yeah, and which, you know, no matter where you're at, it's still higher than what it was, you know, a few years back. So, yeah, so any any relief is 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 highly you know doable i'm so bad that i've been i I was doing my paperwork and i was looking at my gas receipts thirty dollars forty dollars thirty dollars forty dollars and i said you know i need to stretch it out a little farther because all the dates were daily (laughs) well i don't want it to get below below a half a tank because then it's 70 80 90 100 dollars but i think i'm taking it a little too far yeah, well, you know, I don't know the, what grocery stores you have, but um, I noticed today I had to run up to the grocery store, and I noticed that it's a two times uh, fuel point weekend. So anything you spend, they multiply oh. it times two for fuel points. Wow. And so I was like, oh, I needed some other stuff, but I ran in, and, you know, it's one of those quick things, like get four items. And I was like, note to self, go back later tonight when it's not crowded and get all the other stuff I need because it's worth it to get the fuel point. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, we, we, yeah. we have an Albertsons that you get uh, 20 cents off. Uh, very, you know, twenty twenty cents towards your gas credit. So yeah, so I'm, I'm a real fanatic about that. I, that's yeah. When you get uh, the new one, when you get the 2022 Lexus NX 350h, hopefully you get it in this beautiful nori green pearl paint job that I have. I, oh. I swear, I think Lexus has one of the best paint jobs, yeah. you know, in the industry. Um, and then I'm curious to see if you focus on the grill because you know what, even though it's it's kind of large and in charge and in your face. I didn't even notice it, except that when I was taking photos, I said, you know what? People are going to talk about the large grill. Didn't bother yeah, me at all. Yeah. I thought it, I think it has a very elegant, uh, handsome exterior uh-huh. and interior. Right. I think I do have one come in, if I'm not mistaken, next week or the week after. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I just like Lexus's line. I mean, they just do such a great job, you know, with their, with their cars. I completely agree with you, except there was things like that trackpad that always kind of was like... Okay, well, they listen. They, they listen. And I don't know if it was the consumer as much as it was the journalists. Because, man, the journalists did not like that pad, period. You, it, it was the consumers, too, because, mm. you know, a lot of times it's an older clientele that buys their vehicles. Yeah. And so I was hearing it from, like, my dad's friends. You know, they, they drive Lexuses, but sure. they were like, I just don't like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, when Apple CarPlay and my dad was like, you think my friends are going to use Apple CarPlay? And oh. I just started laughing because I was like, well, you know, yeah, I guess not. I but, like the fact that they're asking you, do you want to activate Apple CarPlay instead of automatically downloading it? Because I am not a fan. All right, I know. Kid. I don't use it either. I know. How's the weather back there? Hot. It's pretty hot today. It's good, uh, good barbecue grilling weather. Good, right. good weather. Well, it's dry. It's dry. Yeah. We're in major drought conditions, so yeah. don't no fireworks and don't throw your people keep throwing their cigarette butts uh-huh. out the windows. Don't do that. Yeah, you can't do that in California. You'll go to jail for thirty eight years, I think. Hey, have a great Fourth of July. Give the family a big hug, and again, happy Fourth of July. You too, Dave. I'll talk to you next week. Thank uh, you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. Brian Armstead's on the line. That boy's rolling in a 23 Acura Integra. Hope he hasn't gotten any tickets. Right here on, you ought to know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, the answer. This segment brought to you by John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street. Just go to John's with an S, San Diego, autorepair.com, two locations, uh, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA, means anything he does on your car is guaranteed. Three years, 36,000. 
6,000 miles clear across the United States. Plus, John gives back to the Boys and Girls Club like nobody's business. So, check him out at 619-280-9315. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. Rolling in a 23-acre Integra. What do you think, kid? Now, now, why are you going to try to, to to put some bad juju on me, bad karma, talking about some tickets, man? You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like low key blasting through the uh, the, the uh, environs here in Maryland, DC, Virginia area. I'm I'm trying to be a stealth bomber, yeah. But it's no way I can be a stealth ah. bomber, Dave, because I've got this beautiful pearl white machine. It's just like, it's, dude, never before in the history, the 25 years that I've been doing this. Have I been so excited about a small six-speed manual car? Yeah. This is the truth. Yeah. This car is the truth. And people, some of my colleagues are nitpicking about this, that, and the other. I say for the for the money, you can't beat it. This is pound. This is my new pound for pound uh, smaller sedan champion. And the six-speed manual transmission has a lot to do with it. You know, I'm not a big fan of CBTs, although Honda CBTs are, are pretty good. Honda Acura CBTs. But, um, you know, why am I going to mess with a CBT when I can roll the gears and have downshift rev matching I know. while I do it? You're I preaching mean, to the choir, brother. Act. You are preaching to the you know choir. You guys can all keep your automatics. There you go. I'm in the A-Spec model, which is uh, kind of like their performance variant. And Dave, I got to tell you, brother, it's a lot of fun. Starts at about uh, just over thirty thousand dollars. Crazy. Uh, the A spec with technology package. This is one I have. Thirty-five six manual trans six feet manual transmission. Thirty-five eight hundred thirty-six eight ninety-five with the you know destination uh, charge. Twenty-six miles a gallon city. Thirty-six highway. Wow. Uh, just a just a man. You know, every every car has its faults, right? Right. I found exactly one thing wrong with this car in the five days that I've driven it so far. One thing that's wrong with it is that the trim inside, including the aluminum on top of the gear shift lever, is real metal. So what does that mean? The first day I jumped in the car was 100 degree days, and I got a damn near, I damn near got a third degree burn on my head. <laughs> And you know that's so, rare because very few car manufacturers are putting metal, you know, where you're going to touch man. it. Metal, beautiful real metal aluminum surround below the leather the leather shift up boot. So what I've done, Dave, you know, you know me being the uh, the kind of uh, ingenious uh, fellow that I am, indeed. Yes. I take a I take a white styrofoam eight ounce styrofoam cup. And when I'm done for the night, I plop that baby right on top of the shift lever. Uh, and it's, it's well, it, yeah, it's well, you know, that styrofoam is, you know, keeps that hot in and keeps the cold out. So, well, what's wrong what with in. what's wrong with those Italian lamb driving gloves you have? Uh, they, I, I, I split the last one. You know, I got tired of spending two hundred dollars a pair of these big hands. <laughs> I kind of split them, Dave, uh, on a regular basis. Yeah. Kind of like hats, you know me. Gloves and hats, man. They're not, you know, Sasquatch is just not designed yeah. for a certain thing. But you know and what? That styro- hey, seriously, that styrofoam idea, that is very, very clever. Because yeah. you're right. That's what a styrofoam yeah. cup does. Yeah, it's it's well insulated. I pop it off. I put it in a little cup holder on the right. Yeah. Uh, underneath the 
underneath the Elliott Shiner Studio 3D metal grill for the audio system, I might add. And and Dave, I was in I was in Atlanta um, last Friday, two Fridays ago. Can't remember. You know, always so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a chance. Had a chance to drive. Every Acura model that they have, with the exception of one, and I'm still really salty with the Acura people, the Acura designers about this. You know which one I could not drive, right? Mm-mm. Which one? Take a, take a wild guess, Dave. The most expensive one that they make. Oh, the NSX? And why can I not drive the NSX, Dave, Saul? Well, you don't fit. Because I'm eight freaking feet tall, okay? <laughs> you don't fit. And I'm fit. really upset. I, I I laid the accurate people out. I was oh. like, "Look, you need to call you need to call your homeboys in Japan, and let them know that there's a, a you know the legend of Boggy Creek is a loose is on the loose in the Maryland area. Sasquatch is real. He resides in Maryland, and he needs to drive the NSX. So get some inches, get some aluminum, weld it into the frame, and braze it into the frame. Whatever you do for aluminum, give me some headroom, cut out the roof, give me a targa." I need to drive this car. Yeah, I agree. So I wasn't able to, but I was able to drive the full lineup, and that's when I first laid my beautiful eyes on the beautiful 2023 uh, Integra. Now, the key thing here is that while I was at the uh, press event for Acura, I'm like, hmm, Integra, an iconic nameplate for the car. Uh, the Integra replaces the ILX, by the way, which is kind of a you know uh, ill name. Ill, I agree. Uh, ILX. Uh, yeah, come on, Alex. What the hell? Um, anyway, I asked one of the folks uh, with Acura, and all their press people are really cool. Uh, does this mean a return to some of the iconic nameplates? Dave, back in the 1990s, if you had an Acura legend, you were Sugar Honey and Ice Tea. Okay, you were yeah. the Sugar Honey Ice Tea. Yes, sir. I mean, that was the car to have back in the 1990s. Are they going to reprise? The legend name? Mm. I don't know. More, you know, they just said stay tuned. But I'm so happy that Integra's back. It's going to compete with Velocity N. It's going to compete with Audi A3 and S3. Mm-hmm. It's going to compete with, uh, you know, some of the other small pocket rocket sedans that are that are out there. And I'm real happy for the brand because they're building some really high-quality, high-value cars. Acura has a new feature for 2023, starting with this model. Two years of factory scheduled maintenance, mm. two years of 24,000 miles, includes oil and filter changes, tire rotations, multi-point inspections, and it's fully, uh, fully transferable to subsequent owners. Cool. Now, we are, we are well served in the Washington, D.C. area with the press person for Acura. His name is Chris Naughton. And uh, I noticed that when I was driving the uh, TLX, I'm, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Integra along, that when I did the downshifting, it has downshift rev matching. Mm-hmm. But in this car, when I, you know, if I'm at speed and I downshifted from like six to fifth or fifth to fourth, the revs would jump up to almost 5,500 for the matching downshift. Mm. And I called him the day prior to the show a couple of hours ago. I said, is this normal? And he gave me the whole breakdown on why you wanted those revs up. Uh, you know, when you're downshifting, because and, and I, you know, you know, it sounded noisy to me at first, because it just seemed like when I pressed the clutch down and I shifted and I downshifted, it would just increase the noise factor. Mm-hmm. I didn't factor in the whole releasing the clutch part of it, duh, and continuing on, because when you, you know when you're downshifting to to pass, 
you need the revs to be where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I was downshifting. Most of the time when I'm downshifting, I'm just downshifting because I just trying to have a little fun as I'm approaching a red light. But when you when you need when you stuck when you're in sixth gear and you need to go from six to five or six to four, you need those revs to match the gear ratio that exactly. you're supposed to be at. So yeah. it just made made a whole lot of sense. Dave inside, um, even at six nine, I've got really really good room inside this car. Uh, three pedal arrangement allows me to um, so effectively uh, work it without having my my big size fifteen foot clunk up against the brake pedal. I mean, I have decent really? legroom. Really? Now, would I want to drive a car to California? No, but when I drive it to New York in a in a heartbeat, I do the uh, the two hundred fifty miles or so to New York. Mm-hmm. First rate audio system we talked about earlier, China. 10.2-inch screen that sits above the dash, full accurate telematics, and, man, they've really nailed it. Touch screen, plus voice control, uh, vehicle settings. It's got three modes. You've got dynamic. You've got, I'm sorry, you've got normal, you've got comfort, and you've got sport. And what I like about it is that in any gear, if you hit that rev limiter, 6,500, the tachometer flashes red at you. It flashes red. And also, it has all the different safety technology that you expect. I was a little close to one of my Beltway friends the, uh, the other day, and the uh, the advanced collision warning system said, hey, Brian, uh, you know, red lights, and let's get this thing hauled down here. So uh, it's, got a, it's got a boatload of technology in it. Uh, it's got airbags designed to control head rotation in a crash. And that's next level right there. I mean, traffic sign rec- recognition, traffic jam assist, Sport tuned suspension, uh, an available adaptive damper system with the A-Speco technology package. I have it on my car here. It's only lift back in a segment. It's a five-door, Dave. So, you know, you lift up that hatch and you can put, you know, you can darn near put a bicycle in there. If I fold down those rear seats, my bike will fit quite comfortably if I take off the front wheel mm-hmm. in the back of this vehicle. And, I, you know, I could go on and on and on. It's a turbocharged engine. 200 horsepower, 192 pound-feet of torque, the same 1.5-liter uh, VTEC turbo that's in the Honda Civic, and this is based on the Honda Civic platform. So, uh, you know, just I just got to say, Dave, uh, all the comfort features are there. Beautiful Alcantara red leather seats with black trim. Again, the Elliott China audio was designed specifically for the environment here. We had a chance to compare... Uh, the different cars with different forms of music. I mean, they really, Elliot Scheider is, he's a music guru. Oh, yeah. He really has done the job, you know. You, you listen to Bose and you listen to Elliot Scheider. And you listen to Fender and you listen to Elliot Scheider. And he's, you know, when I talked to him, he said, hey man, we're musicians. And a lot of times when we're in the studio, when we do our, when we do our, our kind of like our demo cuts, we come out to the car sure. to hear how they sound in the car because this is where a lot of our, you know, people are going to be listening to our music. Exactly. Like, ah, Eureka! That makes, that makes a heck of a lot of a sense. Yeah. So we sat in Acura's and listened to different cuts. I'm like, whoa, I get it now. I get the whole custom tuning Elliot Shiner. Mm-hmm. 3D music, you know, thing with, with Acura. Right. You got USB-C, USB 2.0, 3.0. You got Qi wireless charging. Everything is here. Thirty, Just over 30 grand, man. You're out the door with the top trim level. You want to, you know, if you want to save a few pennies, you can 
You can do yeah. that as well. You can start off at about uh, $30,000 for a CBT model. Uh, but hey, man, Acura is back. The A-Spec Integra is a world of fun. It's a gas to drive. I appreciate the time. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm I'm usually gushing like this yeah. over an AMG or a I know. Hey, the there's only one what thing missing that you didn't talk about? about. There's only one thing you didn't talk about. Well, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. The optional number that goes on the door to where you can go to an SCCA or an IMSA track, and if you got good driving talent, you'll walk away with a trophy. There's something that's missing. Well, see, well, see, I didn't know about that. <laughs> I did not know about this. Talk so thanks, to your rep. You, Ed, Ed, <laughs> thanks for educating. Uh, thanks for educating me about that whole process. Dude. Yeah, like you needed. Man, to, anyway, like you needed to be educated. <laughs> I do need education from time to time. Happy birthday, America! Yes, sir. Let's get our country. Uh, let's 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 take this year and fix uh, it and beyond and start 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 reuniting and yep. becoming the U.S. the United States of America once again, man. So and I know the, uh, I know you're I know you're going to be hey, I know you're going to be down on your yacht so tomorrow. Well, so, I'm actually at a pool party, and there are, oh. uh, there's a couple of lovelies that are walking past him right now. So what? I think I, I think I need to roll up out of here, my brother. Yeah, man. All I'm right. At a pool party at my friend's house. Yeah. Well, get that so big 15. Hey, get those big 15 Dude, footers down the road. The <laughs> I almost missed the show. I looked at the watch, and it said 524. I'm like, oh. oops. I ran out to the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, get back in there and have one for me, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. All right, buddy. Chris, thank you. Talk to you next week. All righty. All right, we come back. I got a really good interview with Shad Bloch talking to Chevy Bolt EV. Take a listen. Right on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. The segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service right there at 3909 Convoy Street, Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified Triple A. And Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa, scratches, dings, and dents, and lease returns. Go to KearneyMesaBumperDoc.com. All right, talk to my good buddy Shad from Chevrolet about the 22 Chevy Bolt EV. Take a listen. All right, folks. You know, everybody's screaming and hollering and whining about, I can't afford an electric car. There's sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. Well, guess what? If we get pushed into that situation, have I got the car for you? My good buddy Shad Blocks from Chevy Communications is on the line, and we're going to talk about the 2022 Chevy Bolt EV. Hey, bud, how's it going? Pretty good. No complaints. Yeah, none whatsoever. Uh, by the way, uh, does Chevrolet still have uh, federal credits? No, we've. Uh, if you've sold a certain number of vehicles, you no longer qualify for the federal tax credit, and we hit that threshold a while ago. Okay, I figured as much because you know you've had quite a few electric vehicles on the market, but we're going to talk about a vehicle that starts at thirty-one five hundred, which is half of what everybody is threatening with, which and a two hundred fifty-nine mile battery only range. That's huge. Yeah, it really is. And actually, we just recently announced there's a price reduction that is available for the 23, the Model 23 that's coming up, but also applies to the 22 model year. So while you're looking at the, the MSRP on the window sticker now, you'll actually get several thousand off. So it's really, you know, when you add the gas price of gas right now, especially in Southern California, to the new lower price, it's a deal you can't beat. And, that, and, the, and folks... The gas prices are not coming down. You know, they are not once once they go up 
the, the chances of them coming down are slim to none, especially with, you know, where the direction is going with the administration. So, so if you get it for high 20s, low 30s, I mean, it's doable. I mean, it really makes perfectly good sense. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it used to be that people thought of electric vehicles like they were giving up something, like it didn't quite have the power and the performance and the pickup of a gas-powered car. And the new modern EVs are just completely different. I mean, you drive an electric car now and you get the pep, you get instant torque right at zero RPM, you have your full horsepower band right at zero RPM. So the driving experience, it's not like you would think, like, uh, you know, some of those old hybrid vehicles that were just wimpy. This is in a completely different experience. They're actually really fun to drive. Exactly. Well, I'm getting one, getting one tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to driving it. And you're right. I mean, if you're not, you know, a lot of times when electric vehicles first came out, you know, there was minimal uh, storage space. It was, you know, at the EV1, I don't even know if you were born back then, but oh, yeah. uh, General Motors gave me one for a month. And I'll tell you what, I was right there with all those lease customers kicking and screaming when they took them away because once I had mine, I did not want to give it up for love nor money. Yes, it had minimal minimal cargo space. Yes, it didn't have the range that we're looking at today, but I I've never enjoyed a vehicle so much. Once you figure it out and, and get the you know get your drive times in, uh, and, and this particular one, the 22 we're talking about, I mean you've got 16.6 cubic feet of cargo space, uh, you know up to 57 depending on how you configure the seats. I mean it's crazy. Yeah, you know, the, the electric car community has this term called the EV grin. And it's because when people drive an electric car for the first time, you watch them hop out of the car and they've got this big ear-to-ear grin. And it's because the driving experience is that fun. And it's not something you could really describe what it is to drive an EV. It's sort of like it's just almost like a, a train or something, the way that it just has the, the thrust forward. And then you get to do fun things like use regenerative braking and play the game of trying to get as much battery capacity back in as you can by feathering the brake and driving efficiently. And it becomes a whole a whole thing. And it's uh, it's really pretty cool once you get used to it. Well, I'm Mr. Hypermile. I try to out, you know, mileage every manufacturer vehicle I get. And You're that I'm, guy. And I'm pretty good at it, so I'm really looking forward to this. Now, my wife commutes about 70 miles a day, and I think I've got her talked into either the EV or the EUV, and we'll talk about the EUV when I get that, which gives you even more capacity, but talk about some of the features that you do get with a 22-bolt EV. It's not a stripped-down vehicle. You get a lot of a lot of content. Oh, that's the best part. I mean, since it's it's a it's a purpose-built vehicle, electric vehicle, meaning we didn't take a gas-powered car and convert it to an electric car and just throw in a bunch of batteries. So that means there's a lot more room to just throw in a whole bunch of technology. So the EV, for example, it has a brand-new infotainment screen in the center that has uh, Google, Android, Auto, Apple CarPlay connectivity. You can bring your phone into a vehicle now, and you don't have to connect a cord to charge it. 
or to get Apple CarPlay, and everything is just all done wirelessly. There's a, a very large configurable screen that will show all the local charging stations in your area so that you never worry about getting stranded without being able to plug in. There's, you know, of course it has the the GPS um, that, that vehicles, all vehicles have. It has a lot of information to help coach you about how to drive efficiently, so you would appreciate this. So there's like these meters on the instrument panel that if you have a heavy foot and you're driving it hard, it's telling you, hey, you're spending more battery than you need to, drive more efficiently, and, you know, that'll help get you into a target range to get the most range out of your battery. Because while the EPA certifies the battery of 259 miles, a lot of owners get way beyond that, close to three, more than 300 miles of range. And that's really good when you figure out what that would be in the cost of gas compared to what it is to plug in and charge. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And uh, are you uh, partnering with any, uh, you know, charging companies that are out there putting uh, infrastructure together? Oh, yeah, definitely. In fact, we have a really sweet deal that comes with the Bolt EV right now. So if you purchase or lease a Bolt EV, we will come to your house, Chevrolet will, we'll come to your house and install a 240-volt outlet so that you can use the, the charge cord that comes with the car. It's a 240 outlet, which gives you the faster charging speed. So we'll take care of all of that for you. So there's nothing that the owner has to worry about. And then, of course, if you live in an apartment or a condo and you can't install charging, we'll give you a credit for some of the, the public charging stations through EVgo. Oh, okay. And that's one of the bigger companies out there putting the infrastructure together. So I had a question the other day from because uh, I, I was telling I've been telling everybody that I was going to interview you today, and it's going to be on KCBQ this Sunday. Because you know when you lease a vehicle, you're you're kind of hampered by mileage per year. Does that affect uh, the twenty two Bolt EV? Well, there is, depending on the lease deal that you get yourself into, yeah, there are mileage restrictions um, that apply just like they would in a regular car. So if you okay. feel like you're going to drive further, you just simply opt for a higher mileage lease deal. And, folks, let me know, let me tell you right now, if you do it at the beginning of the lease, the mileage that you're going to be buying extra is way cheaper than when you get to the end of your lease because at the end of your lease, there's no negotiation. What it is is what it is. So do the math, just like my wife, 70 miles a day, you know, 22 days out of the year, multiply it times, you know, 12, and then look for a package that, uh, you know, fits fits your needs And because you're still going to save money. Now, I'm a little bit different because I have solar, and I do have a level 2 charger. It's, I've had it since 2014. So it might be a time to upgrade. Uh, the other question, and my wife asked this, can, is there a timer system in that uh, Bolt EV that you can start charging your car at off off peak hours? Yeah. So we've we've made it so that you could you could totally geek out on the most efficient way to charge your vehicle. So just like you described, you can set the timer to when you you get home, you plug in the car but it doesn't start charging until you've told it to. And you do that so that you can charge when your electricity rates are the lowest, say, you know, middle of the night or something like that. Right. Wow, that is so cool. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.